Welcome back to another episode of the Statues Podcast. I'm your host, Danang. And I'm your co-host, Crystal. Um, for today's episode, we got another uh, very quick clip. So let's go ahead and play that. Before you do something special, just do something. Yeah, like I said, extremely <laughs> quick. <laughs> We'll see where this episode takes us because it's open for interpretation. Yeah, no, that was uh, John Krasinski. I don't know, just something about that. Like, before you do something special, just do something. Oh my gosh, you know, like, such a simple, such a simple quote. But it's, you know, it's powerful in its own way because there are, I feel like for me, because of like, you know, the people that I'm around and what I see on social media, People are planning for big things and they're always, you know, like trying to top something. But it's like, why are you planning? Just just do it. You know, it's it's like one of those things where it's like, oh, I want to be an NBA player, but you haven't even touched a a basketball yet. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I think it's like wanting to go on a hiking trip, but you've never hiked in your goddamn life. Yeah. And I think. I like this quote just because it's so broad. But it applies to everything. Though. Exactly, but it everything. applies to everything. And one of those things, uh, one of the things that I think uh, made me like made me think a lot was just like for myself was discovering new things about me was just the fact of doing something mm. and not being scared to do something. Like for example, um, rapping. You know, just I'm I'm an Asian kid. You know, like that shit is not heard of. Yeah, you know, like I feel like obviously, you know, in Asia there are you know rappers, but you there aren't like right now like that are topping charts. There's not a lot of Asian rappers, you know. So so when you introduce yourself to um, colleagues or you know f- um, people you network with and you say hey I'm a rapper not only are you a CEO you're a rapper they're like wait what <laughs> and then you know you go and you show the music and they're always like wow you know like not like that but they're like wow you got great bars yeah and <laughs> it's one of those things that like I do it just for fun because I like the way they react because the way they react is so fun Cause it's like, hey, you know, I own Statues Collective, and I'm a rapper, and it's almost like you rap. It's like oh, surprise okay. Pikachu, yeah. you know. <laughs> but you know, like, <clears throat> I wouldn't be here without rap because it was just something I did. I started with rap. It wasn't like I wanted to be a CEO. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. It was like, let me just do something, cause I'm one of those people that. artistically i need to do something but i'm not good at drawing i'm not good at graphic arts i'm not good at anything and so you know i've always had a love for poetry mm-hmm. but you know as a kid we're told that poetry is kind of you know kind of like girly like outdated sort of because not even outdated it was more like oh it's kind of girly like 
Like, and guys don't do that shit. And so for me, it was kind of just like, oh, okay. So <laughs> I never did it. Like, I never touched it, didn't really care for it. But. Kind of just happened, though. And, 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 and when it did happen, I was able to just write. And that's what I enjoyed about it was being in that zone of just writing. And that allowed for me to really discover certain things about myself and and allow for myself to discover new things about myself as well. Right. Where now I knew, oh, I'm this kind of an artistic person. I need to be able to relay my message through this because I can't do it being who I am because at that time rapping was more of a persona for me it was it it allowed for me to say and do things differently than who than me the way I would normally do things and being able to do just one thing was never about being special to me it was just doing something and then it led to oh I wonder how a mic works now I wonder how this program works and I wonder how these rappers, you know, produce their vocals and, and produce all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like one thing led down to another and it just really put you in like this deep hole that you just didn't realize was so deep because there's so much going on. Yeah. But it also, op- I feel like it also opened you up to m- more more things that are out there especially in the music industry mm-hmm. and for you you mm, how do i say this like you're more so like surprised i don't know if that's the right word i lie um you find underground rappers and you're like oh shit like there's some really good people you know mm-hmm. like down there it's one of those things where it's like you got to do something to really know anything to just do something you know like i think that's what these i think that's what this generation is missing a lot is the factor of just doing something a lot of a lot of kids say i want to be a youtuber i want to do this i want to do that but then you look at them and you're like what are you doing that that what are you doing that is allowing for you to be a youtuber Oh, I'm just talking to a camera. But then you look at like these vlog channels, right? And it's like, yo, they put so much work into it. They they do a lot of, you know, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of these kids, like, they put so much money into sh- certain shit. Like, oh, I'm going to be a Twitch streamer. Or I'm going to be a YouTuber. And then they go buy like the finest camera, like a $3,000 camera with oh no a $3,000 lens. Yeah, and, and they don't have the... The knowledge of even knowing how to use the camera, let alone the lens, and let alone editing, let alone uploading, you know, that footage. Or certain programs that you got to spend quite a hefty fund on, you know? Yeah. Hmm. But I feel like if, it's like you said, if you don't do it, how are you going to broaden your horizons? How are you going to know what's out there? Because there are so much more from just the small box that you put yourself in, Mm -hmm. really. And I think that's what people need is just that drive to do something. But let it be the small things, you know, 
if I were to give an example, like for for example, like this this concert, I've never done something like this before on this kind of a scale, and not by yourself like this too, yeah. because you pretty much like we said it started off as a joke, but you kind of just took it into your own hands, and then you started asking people see what the response is before you really, you know, like pushed it out, pushed it out, and so. You you participated in putting together concerts, but not where you started from the ground up, just from an idea and yeah. then really pursuing it. So, and, and but it all comes down to just doing it, mm-hmm. right? Because when people think about it, then they stop because now the fear of failing and the fear of doing something and not making it work is there. Yep. And you know what? Like I feel it every day. Okay, I feel like oh, you know, if this doesn't work, you know. It's going to be a huge disappointment, but there's also that part of me that's like, if this doesn't work, why didn't it work? Let's figure that out. Let's figure out what I did wrong. And these things, like, I love what I do and I'm able to appreciate what I do now because not many people can do what I do. And these are skill sets that I've learned over the years of doing what I do, of working with artists. You know, I'm, I I worked with my sister on this and she has never sung a day in her life. So <laughs> that was a challenge of how do you teach someone who has never sung in her life to sing? Or someone who doesn't even speak the language to sing, not only sing, but to sing in that the language, language yeah. it, which is the language on its own is very, um, for non-speakers, is very complicated, mm-hmm. very complicated. And so... It's like you said, she's never sang. She's never spoken much of the language. So it's like being stuck in a hard place, but But she did it. You know, and it comes down to relying on what I know best because I started something and throughout my life, you know, my career has always just been about me doing something. Mm -hmm. Like whether it be dance videos, just do it. And then edit it and then see. Oh, okay, it worked. Okay, now let's music videos. Okay, do it. Did it work? That's what I'm grateful for is the fact that I'm, I was strong enough to just do it. And, and even with hesitation and with anxiety that comes with it all, just doing it. And this has allowed for me to get to a point where I'm a little more confident in my skill set. Just say, you know, I did it. Or I've, I'm putting this together. It's, it, it was unfamiliar. But you got to put yourself in an unfamiliar and uncomfortable situation and learn. You know, like you know that I spent weeks just watching how to stream, how to get this done how to do this, how to do that. But it's but it's also like we've said a few times on the podcast is that if you, like, you doing this and you're forcing yourself to do it and putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation, you learn more about yourself in situations like this than, than anywhere else because mm-hmm. your, your brain starts, you know, like, going and, and it starts thinking about, like, 10 different things that you could be doing to to make it better like 10 different solutions yeah so i feel like when you're pushed in a corner and you're uncomfortable 
you learn more about yourself than you know than anything else yeah no and what i've learned from just doing things is how surprising how surprising i am because i surprise myself every day mm-hmm. and when you do stuff like this where you you're doing stuff that's very uncomfortable and what I've now understood is it opens up these doors that I didn't know were there. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't listen to Hmong music much before all this, but now here I am listening to it and really digging deep into my roots and my heritage and being like, Oh, I kind of like this. I kind of enjoy this. Okay. Now what do I want to do after this? You know, it makes you think deeper about, Oh, okay. These doors are open. Once I do this, can I do other things? What other things can I do? And that's what I like about it. And that's what, you know, you you take someone like John Krasinski. His his biggest role was from the office. And then if he hadn't taken on the quiet place, would he have been as successful? Would he if he didn't take on Jack Ryan? Would he have been as successful? No, you, you don't know. You just got to do it sometimes. You got to do stuff, random stuff, do things. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you hear how, uh, if you hear John Krasinski's story about how he got the office, it'll ma- really make you just be like, damn, that guy is just like us. Because he moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. and was working as a server. And he, he, he was going to give up. And then he calls his mom and he says, Mom, can you come pick me up? I'm done with acting. Her, his mom goes, just pull through until the end of the year. Because it was September. She, she goes, just pull through until the end of the year. He goes, no. She goes, yeah, just pull through. October comes, he gets a call for the office. And look how successful that show was. <laughs> it's still a fucking hit. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's like sometimes you just got to do it. And you don't know where things are going to lead. You don't know how things are going to end. But I think that's the beauty of it. You know, like cooking, cleaning, like doing these things. It's just like for me, I never used to like being. Uh, this uh, organized in my life but here I am you know like ooh I, I I enjoy doing this kind of stuff because now I realize it's therapeutic for me and it allows for me to kind of just calm down and settle what I realized through this is that you enjoy being a home caretaker than anything else you enjoy cooking you enjoy cleaning you enjoy doing all those things what what some people some people okay not like that mm-hmm. i'm very modern but what some people back then would consider um you know a uh, woman's duty exactly exactly yeah no and i 100 percent because for me it's very therapeutic <laughs> yeah and like i'm talking about like very therapeutic for me like to just break down my setup and then rebuild my setup and then go to the kitchen and then like wash all the dishes clean the counters 
to me, everything becomes therapeutic because my mind is so constantly running that I need to do something that allows for my mind to kind of calm down mm-hmm. and just, distracted. yeah, to be distracted for a bit. And when I'm cleaning, it allows for me to just be distracted and focus on, ooh, the dishes or, oh, you know, like this kind of stuff. And, you know, it sounds weird, but just, I think that's the beauty of just doing certain things, like the smallest things. You know, some people, they don't know that, you know, like some people don't know if they like chess or not. And then they play it and then, oh, they like chess or, you know, like when it comes down to doing certain things in life, even when we don't want to, at least it should be, at least it should be tried once. And, and. I say that just because our fear, our fear doesn't, our fear dominates everything in our life. So when we become scared of doing something, it's our body telling us don't. I second that. I second that so hard because, you know, like when I was really into baking and I was passionate about it more so than ever. I hit a roadblock. At a, I hit a really big roadblock that I feel like I couldn't overcome. A- and this is something that I still cannot do just because it's a fear. And it's um, it's not working with buttercream, but uh, it's it's almost like using like marzipan and you're um, d- decorating the outside of the cake rather than using buttercream. Mm-hmm. And um, it's... It really scared me because no matter what I did, it just didn't work out. And it wasn't that I wasn't patient. I was very patient because I knew that anything that could, pretty much anything could go wrong. And I had to be very patient with it. Yeah. But when I hit it, I just I just couldn't do it anymore. And that fear took over so hard that I stopped afterwards. Mm-hmm. Because for some reason, I just I just couldn't do it no matter how patient I was. And... I thought, you know, maybe I just wasn't meant to do this at all. Just, that's it. Like, yep. I just didn't have the gift for it compared to other people. Yeah. And, and you know, like, I've gone through my own my own feelings like that, too, where it's like, I loved rap, but I couldn't write anymore. There was a certain period of time where I couldn't write. And even now, there are periods where I'm like, oh, I want to I wanna try rapping again. And then I'd go, and then I can't write. But this is where I think doing certain things allows for you to push on and see what else you can do. Mm -hmm. And that's why I got into management. Because at that time, I still wanted to do music. I loved music. I loved everything about the program. I loved everything about the microphones and the way all this stuff works. Like, it's so beautiful to me that I didn't want to give that up. Mm-hmm. But I was already doing it, so I had already paid for all the equipment. What am I going to do? You know, so it was kind of just like, okay, let's get into management, you know, because I've done management before. And now let's put it with music and see what happens. And that's how I got into this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that comes with just doing. Not not putting a limit, not putting um, not putting a cap on certain things that you're afraid to do. Because everyone's afraid to do something. 
that's just how it works is that we are always going to be afraid of the unknown and that unknown you know like that unknown comes every day and if we ignore if we constantly ignore the unknown there is no growth happening I feel like sometimes when there's fear of the unknown, you have to put blinders on. Because then really, if you put blinders on, you can't see what's going on. You only see what you just want to see, and that's the end goal. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, putting them on is, is the greatest thing. It might, how to say this, it might, I don't want to use handicap, but it, it might um, handicap you from seeing, you know, what else is going on around you, mm -hmm. you know, because there might be something better, but sometimes the blinders, it's helpful. Mm -hmm. It really is. Well, you know, and to, to, to put that into an analogy, you know, it's like horses. That's yeah. why they, they put blinders on because if you take the blinders off, the horses get very scared. They're not going to be willing to move, but once you put them on and you guide them, okay, you guide them. The way our intuition, the way our human intuition will guide us to that next step. And we'll get there. Mm -hmm. And when we get there and we get comfortable with it, then we'll drop our guard. Mm -hmm. And then we can take those blinders off and start to relax and enjoy that process. And I think that's what people need right now more than ever. Right now, you know, like everyone's talking about, oh, a side hustle. Everyone's talking about this. Everyone's talking about that. But let's be honest. How many people are actually doing this shit? How many people are actually pursuing a side hustle? People say they do, but they're not. And people say that they're working hard. But where, you know, like this goes out to the, this goes out to people that are like working two, three jobs, right? Stop saying you work two to three jobs when the hours that you work for two to three jobs are the same as someone that will work eight hour days every day at one job. As a full timer. Working two jobs isn't something you should be proud of. Okay. Just, I'm, I'm just saying like one person that works at one place for eight hour days and you work in two jobs and you work three hour days at both jobs doesn't mean shit. It doesn't make you an impressive person. What makes you impressive is that person that says, okay, you know, I work eight hour days and when I get home, I'm going to really focus on something that I love doing, you know, let, whether it be art, whether it be music. And that, that's the dope thing. Cause I've seen many people like that where, you know, I've worked with people when I was in, uh, when I was doing janitorial work, I met people that during their shift, like you you could hear the mumbling and i'd always ask them hey what are you mumbling about oh i'm just writing a song in my head damn like you got time to write a song in your head while you're working and then there are those who are come they're complaining about the work that they're doing and there you are utilizing your time while you're working to do something else and you know i i compliment those people because they're willing to just do it they're not afraid to be constantly afraid of doing something, it'll, like you said, it'll handicap you. And when you're handicapped, it's almost like a, a, like, um, like a, a card that you can use for an excuse. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. And I hate people that use excuses. I hate people that constantly ask for validation. 
You know, like th- this is something that everyone, like right now, they go through this whole validation, this whole, am I doing okay? If you just do it, trust me, you won't need validation. Just do it. You know, just like Nike, you know, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 true though. It's it's such a simple thing, but really just do it. There's nothing to hold you back. If you feel like there is, you're just making excuses for yourself. Oh yeah. 100%. And I, and I say this from my own personal experience too, is that there were many things that I could have done, but I just said I couldn't do it because of, you know, X, Y, Z. So, and you know, at that time it it felt like it really did hold me back. But now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just making excuses because I, I could have done it. I really could have, but I just, I just didn't like, there are people like Gary Vee. There are people like, um, you know, there are going to be people like Gary Vee that are there and like you need to be motivated, motivated and inspired and be like, yeah, I'm going to do it now. And then you go do it and then you're done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it's those people that need that constant motivation that I will say is if you need that constant motivation, then that's not what you should be doing. If you're doing something that you want to do, you'll be driven by doing it. That's why you'll do it. Okay? If, if for me, like, for example, if I say, oh, I'm going to do art today, I will 100% tell you I will not pick up that damn pen or pencil because I hate art. It <laughs> takes too much time. It, it's, it's not something that I like doing. And I feel like you would personally feel like you're just wasting your own time yeah. because you could be doing something else more productive for yourself. Exactly. Like for me, like I'd rather sit here and watch a YouTube video about how OBS Studios works and okay, wh- like what overlays and and or I'd rather go pick up a book from my shelf and read because those are things that I enjoy doing more than other things. Mm-hmm. But this is what I'm saying is you gotta do. You gotta. Do very specific things that you want to do before saying, like, before saying something like, oh, I want to be, you know, this is like, this is like people that say, I want to be a YouTuber. You don't know what it takes to be a YouTuber. It's a lot of the camera work. It's a lot of the self-investment. It's, it's time. It's, it's all this and that. It's a lot of time. Like, there are a lot of YouTubers that spend so much time editing because they know there's some that is not about the quantity. It's about the quality. So the amount of time that they put in, they might not be uploading every week or Mm -hmm. every day, you know, but they're, they're spending their own time into doing it. But there are some people that is about the quality because social media is very misleading. People think if you're pumping out as much content as you can, you're going to get paid a lot of money. But that's sometimes that's not the case. It's it's not the case at all, you know, because sometimes it's not about the quantity. Sometimes you need the equal amount of quantity and quality, especially when you're starting. Yes. Because you got to be able to show people what makes you different. You know, like, for example, like us starting this podcast and we had just started the way every other podcast is. Once we a w- week. 
once a week and doing regular like um regular podcast stuff like true crime or or talking about the very generic stuff you know or like you know like there there's so many of that right now where it's like podcast is a new thing and if i had just jumped on that train and done it it would have been very generic but because we focused in on what we're good at and what we know how like what we're very good at talking about which is us mm-hmm. our lives our perspective that's why that's why we our podcast still stands that's why we're still going what 44 episodes in 45 yeah, 40, you know i think this would be our 45th because yeah. we just did 44 and we 43 came out today okay? yeah I don't know. I just, I feel like for us as starters, two episodes a week is very ambitious. Yeah. As starters. There are people out there that are uploading every day and stuff like that. But because we have, I mean, for me personally, okay, I'm speaking for me. I have no clue about podcasting. I have no clue about the equipment that goes on, you know, behind the scenes, the editing too. So for me, twice a week is very ambitious. I don't have to do much because I just have to sit here and just talk. Yeah. But like when I see you and there's a lot of work I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, like I'm thankful that it's it's you that, that knows what you're doing. If it was just me, twice a week is very ambitious and I got no fucking clue what I'm doing mm-hmm. at all. Because like, and this is what, this is what we mean, right? Is when you say you're going to do it, do it to the best of your ability. When I did this, it's because I already know how microphones work, what microphones to use. I already had like five different microphones hanging around and I was kind of just like, okay, I got all the equipment. I might as well just use it. And that's why. And now we have like a permanent podcast setup. Yep. And it doesn't leave. You know, we just bring it down, put it up, bring it down, put it up. And, And that's how it is for us. But because I... And and we, we go back to this, right? Is I just did it. It starts with one thing and it grows gradually into other things. But you got to be willing to do something for growth to happen. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And, and this is why, you know, like even podcasting. The reason why I wanted to podcast was because I have such bad social anxiety that podcasting like this allows for me to reteach myself how to talk (laughs) yeah um honestly i podcasting at first was more of a you thing because Mm -hmm. um i for me it's like i said in a few episodes ago like now it's it's like i pretty much have laid my story out there but at first it was more so like okay like what am i going to talk about and i'm not very good at talking and i stutter a lot as Mm -hmm. people will notice is that i stutter a lot so i have this insecurity of my own speech and i didn't want to talk about myself because Mm -hmm. i'm not very confident in in my abilities to speak keep a conversation because i'm very socially awkward like if you were to meet me in person for the first time, I'm very socially awkward. We're both socially awkward. <laughs> no, you're better than I am though. You at least you can still try to have a conversation and you're still good at even if you don't know, you're still good at faking it. Mm-hmm. For me, if I'm straight up feeling awkward, I She'll make other people feel awkward. <laughs> yeah. It's no, horrible. No, 
and it shows through when the the first few podcast episodes that is very awkward so from at first this was more of a you thing so i i did it because you know i wanted to help you too mm-hmm. but uh, eventually i don't say it okay i don't say it out loud but i do enjoy podcasting I now I <laughs> see that's all i needed from you i'm gonna take this clip and cut it it's gonna be a ringtone every time <laughs> no but um I, I like I said I don't say it often and I don't like to admit it but I do enjoy podcasting even if sometimes I feel like oh you know I want to rest today but you know like when you're like okay podcast okay I'm like okay fine whatever just I just do it so but you know, I for me I enjoy it now <laughs> yeah because for me it's it's very it's opened up these doors right when we did it when we first started it we started and then we stopped. And that's what I mean is like when people start, they, they do that where they start and then they stop. Yeah. But you got to commit to doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's when, you know, like we were we were already moved in. What are we going to do? And, you know, I, I, I got bored of just doing the same work every day anyway. So I was kind of just like, let's add something to the pile. And, you know, like that's how it all started. And then. You know, the decision to be like, hey, let's do it twice a week, every week. That was actually my idea. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, you know, I I think it's because at first I wanted to do it twice a week to kind of get into the groove of things so that I could get used to it. Because, like I said, this was you wanted to do a podcast for a few years now. I was like, mm, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not good at talking. I'm very awkward. Yeah. So it was. And it I didn't, and I didn't want to do the podcast by myself because I don't have good dynamic on my like, I like I can talk and I have the brain dumps where they're like they're fine, but those ones are like fifteen twenty minutes max. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you were to do, I mean, we talked about this too. Is you know like, f- like for example, you know like video format. I know a lot of people want us to do it. Yeah. And I've been thinking about it for a while since you said I'm not gonna say anything <laughs> um Today about my decision day, isn't it <laughs> no i'm not gonna tell you we're going my- to get a yes <laughs> guys for your 50th episode we are going to do video format <laughs> no she has finally agreed no i didn't say that i was agreeing i was thinking about it but i remember okay, like fine let's let's say this if all the listeners okay if you guys want video format can you please go and follow us on instagram and then dm us so that crystal sees it because she she also <laughs> logged in on that account no no he, he the reason it's like i said the reason why i i am it's one of those things where like i said i'm not comfortable because um i'm very um uncomfortable with how like i i look but the way i am i'm not a lady i'm i'm not lady like i sit like a man and and i'm just comfortable but some people they might like the you know like the picturesque you know no, like that's the visuals I'm, but that's why I've, <laughs> this is why i keep telling you right is <laughs> i think one of the reasons why people like this podcast is because of how genuine it is it, it, it's in the title <laughs> it's, it literally says genuine conversation <laughs> with genuine people so if if I have to sit out here with like a tank and fucking shorts, then that's what I'm gonna do because that's how I look. But I think that's why people like it is because it's very genuine. It stays true to who we are. 
you know and yeah but you know some people like that you know pretty looking videos and so and there are like, many podcasts and other videos out there that have pretty people in it and they can go watch those <laughs> Um, we also have audio format that they can listen to if they don't want to watch it <laughs> but uh no i i thought about it since you talked about it with me which was yesterday <laughs> uh was it no it was it was two days ago i remember because we were talking about how oh you know maybe we should you know break it like take a break and then for you to maybe find another co-host but it's like you and I both know is that if you were to find another co-host, it would be like starting back at, you know, the first episode. Yes, yeah, because I don't have a dynamic with people. And even Maybe if I did... Maybe you're so comfortable with me. That's why. No, you know why? Because <laughs> it takes time to build that social dynamic. Yeah, no, it does. Because with you and I, it's just like, okay, bring the mic down. Okay, let's talk. Ready? Five, four, three, two, one, go. <laughs> boom. And then we're in it. We're yeah. in this conversation for like a good hour. And then we're like, okay, finish. And then we're like, okay, what do you want to eat? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we live together, too, so that's why it makes it easier. But no, um, I think maybe I said maybe. OK, I've been thinking about it. And the other day when we were doing the podcast, I um, the, ca- the the camera wasn't on, but it was there. And I I didn't notice that it was there. So but that's the thing is, like, once you have a conversation like this and the cameras are there, you won't notice because. You're so engulfed in the conversation, and that's what's so good about, like, that's why I like podcasts, because with podcasts, it's a long-form conversation. Okay, then, for our 50th episode. That's so far. Can we just do it next <laughs> no. week? Just do it next week. Next episode. No, actually, we're All actually... All right, everyone, no. so for the next episode, we're doing <laughs> video format. No, not for the next episode. I say that because we're actually going to be very busy with the concert, too. It's okay. No. We're actually going to be very busy we'll with the concert. We'll do a test run. <laughs> <laughs> a test run. Then you're going to get a... Well, I say, I say that because you said that we were going to film another two more episodes Sunday or Monday, so... I lied. We're not doing video format yet. <laughs> you're getting way too ahead of yourself. But like I said, um, well, we'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk after the podcast. <laughs> but hey, This is what I mean. It's just You just got to do it. Okay? <laughs> it's like the, the clip says, just do it. And when you do it, opportunities <laughs> arise. See that? <laughs> you can't just back down. No, okay? I, you said it's that? in the title of the episode. Just <laughs> do it. Okay. The clip even said, just do it. <laughs> do it. Okay. Don't think about something special. Just do it. This isn't special. We're just going to do it. You say that because we also have quite a bit of sponsors that have reached out that want to sponsor us. Yes. And that's what I'm saying is we have sponsors and I can't <laughs> do anything because... <sighs> I've reached the limit with this. <laughs> I say, we'll see. <laughs> you know, if we are sponsors, I could take you out to dinner. We have dinner here. We have candles. <laughs> they said, just do it. Okay, we got to stick to the theme of this podcast. This episode, just do it. Okay. M- maybe after the concert's done, then we'll do it because that's a week from now. That's so that's so hard. That's one week. This this entire the the, the episodes that we've recorded will f- will cover for the week. We brought we bought a magic table and we're so impatient about that. What makes you think we're gonna be patient about? <laughs> no, you're impatient. I really am. I'm impatient. pretty. I'm pretty patient. Okay, when it comes to these things, I'll take my sweet time if I did if I could. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I feel like, you know, like, just do it. I feel like it, 
I, I, I should take that. Yeah, I should, you should apply that more. You should. You know, I just let's start with the next episode. <laughs> I think if we start with next episode, it'll prove to people that you just did it. <laughs> oh, think about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, you know, uh, fellow, you know, listeners, if you want us to, I'll then fix the setup and everything. If you want us to do video format, and if you're okay with us looking like, you know, like... Complete slobs? Like complete slobs. I'll dress properly, trust me. Just message us or, you know, comment. I'm not sure about my hair. My hair has been kind of wild lately. But, you know, we'll try our best. I don't know. You know, it's because when I dress up doing something like this with you, I feel so, like, stuffy. I'm just more... That's why I put that chair there for you. The reason why... (laughs) <laughs> the reason why, the reason why our conversations, you know, like for me, I get so comfortable is because I'm just in my natural state of mind. I mean, I'm not gonna. You, you can know, bring a blanket if you want. My blanket's always with me. There you go. This place, <laughs> it's always with me. So, I guess I'll consider for the next episode. I did a good job picking this clip today. <laughs> this is the perfect clip for this episode. Do you hear that, guys? If Crystal can do it, so can you. <laughs> so, whatever it is that is in the back of your mind that you are thinking about, just do it. Just do it. And trust me, greatness will arise because you just did it. You know, it seems scary at first. Like, for me, doing this podcast was very scary just because, it's like I said, I don't like talking about myself. I, I mean, I talk about myself quite often on this podcast. Uh, but um, if you were to meet me, in person i hate talking about myself because i'm just i'm just not comfortable with it but eventually you know like you started talking more about yourself and along the way i got more comfortable with podcasting and i just talk about myself but there are things that like sometimes i feel like oh like i don't know if i'm comfortable talking about that but yeah but that comes with self-discovery and i think that's what i think that's what John Krasinski was talking about was the self-discovery. People need to self-discover, but mm-hmm. people are not willing to because they're so afraid. You know, we always talk about doing something big and something special. I want to be an astronaut. I want to do this. I want to do that. But, yo, let's take the first step first. And that first step is just doing something. Mm-hmm. Like Definitely, I agree because... <clears throat> If I didn't take the step to continue doing this podcast and really pushing myself, because it's like I said, like sometimes having a conversation is just is difficult because sometimes you really need to start off like great, like or like be in the mood to do it. It's so a rhythm. It it is because you know, like I said, like doing it once a week at first was kind of mm, it was hard because I didn't know how to go about it and then. I said, you know, two weeks, let's do it. We're going to, I want to get better at it, you know. So that's why I continue doing it. And then when when you talked about, you know, maybe doing another co-host, I was like, shit, this bitch trying to push me out. <laughs> I'm not trying to push you out. I was just trying to hurry things up because I need to hurry it up. Man. We got sponsors. <laughs> no, but um, I, at first it was very hard. I'm trying but to feed and eat. <laughs> As, as like this this like is like this episode just do it and i did it and i i i 
I enjoy podcasting time. I think podcasting is one of those things that for us has become therapeutic. Well, therapeutic, but it's also become a way to discover new things about ourselves and the way our mentality is that we didn't know. Because when we talk about certain topics, there are things that I'm saying and I'm like, ooh, wow, okay. I guess I guess I do think like that, you know? And it, it, yeah. it, it's those things that, like, we don't talk about these things normally. So now that we do talk about it, it allows for these conversations to open up and become very conversation-like where it's like, okay, what do you think? What do I think? Yeah, no, that's true. You know, like, for... The podcast. I I, <laughs> I I didn't realize sometimes how mature I could be because I I am a very um happy go lucky person and go with the flow. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just like if something happens, okay, I'll get stressed out about it, but I'll I'll just deal with it. Like I'll do it. But there are, there are times where you know in the conversations. And, you know, sometimes I respond and sometimes I listen back and I'm like, oh, shit, man. Got some adult-like responses. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think that's something that will continue to happen. Like, this is what I'm saying, right, is people got to be willing to do it. Mm-hmm. And when you do it, you're willing to accept certain things that we weren't aware of when we weren't doing it. And that's what I love about podcasts. And this is what I love about what we do is acceptance the acceptance of certain things that we don't know was there and you know like this is <clears throat> this is why i say is like being able to just do things has allowed for me to kind of fixate my mindset on other things that i want to do so like for example doing this doing this concert has allowed for me to learn how to use live streaming sites so that if we want to take this podcast to the next level and say, oh, let's live stream it while we do the podcast so that this way uh, we have we can interact with fans while we're doing it. Then, OK, now I know how personally now I know how. Yeah. Like, now I know how to use two cameras. Mm-hmm. You know, it's true, though, is that it's exactly it's exactly like you said, you know, you learn something for this concert. I also learned something, too, is that, man, my work ethic is like. Don't get me wrong. I I am a procrastinator because in in school, some of my best marks actually come from me doing an assignment that is one or two hours before it's due, which is horrible, by horrible. the way. Absolutely horrible. Don't do that. <laughs> no. But when it comes to like getting actual work done for other people, I realize that like, I like to stay on top of shit and I don't like procrastinators and I don't like people who slack off at all. Like... Like, if there are things that need to be done, get it done. And and I'm not trying to be rude either. It's just, like, if I'm working for other people, I need to know that you're going to get work done and that you're going to do it right and that you're not going to take your time because, like, I can't do my job if you don't do your job. Yep. So now you're putting me behind and now you're putting, excuse me, you're putting my boss behind, which is you. Mm-hmm. So if I need to get something done and I don't have the other person doing it, you're behind and and that frustrates me because i'm like we need to get it done so that we can now move on to something else um for the concert you know so and this is and this is what i say right is there's so many people that are stuck in this this um 
in limbo of I want to do it, but I'm too scared to do it because the next things that they're going to discover are things that they didn't know about themselves. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Yeah. Sometimes it some, sometimes it's not going to be the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes the, the discoveries that you find are going to be a little more like, damn, I didn't know I was that kind of way. Yeah. Sometimes it's like a bad habit that, that you didn't realize was mm-hmm. a bad habit till you go and, you know, you work with other people. But it doesn't mean that, you know, just because you learned that bad habit, you're not going to change. You learn it. Or, or you've noticed it now, so now you're gonna try to do something to, um, to improve on it. You know, so you're not going back to that bad habit. Yep, I agree. <clears throat> it's a learning curve. This, just when you're just doing something that's like out of the blue or unplanned or just for the hell of it, just doing it, you learn so much. Like we've said at the beginning, you really do. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question then. If there was some, so taking away everything that you're doing with me, is there something that you want to do you just haven't done that now? Like, let's say for example, you know, if we if I were to say just do it, what is that one thing that you want to do? It depends though. What and and like, is there like a specific like category that you're talking about or just? Anything, one thing. It um, can be anything. Can we talk about like far-fetched ideas? Yeah. Um, but something that you would like actually do if you like, you know, it's, it's one of those just do it moments. Would you do it? Um. Uh, yeah, actually, um, I, I've been wanting to do this for a long time now because. Um, it's, it sounds silly, (laughs) but it's to open my own sticker shop. I've been planning it and I've been testing out different things. But the thing is that one, it's a lot of money because you have to put a lot of money into buying, you know, like the equipment for it, because just the printing machine alone and uh, not the printing machine, we have a printer, but the cutting machine is almost $200 for just the basic model. Oh Lord. Yeah, no, it's $200. And, um, but it's, um, $200 just for that. And then not only that you're buying sticker paper, that's very expensive too. Then you got to have the, um, the envelope and then you have to make sure that you're, um, I mean, you don't have to register your business right away. Not until you made enough. Um, but there's, you have to buy like shipping labels and making sure that, um, you're doing everything properly, like weighing things. And so I, I thought about it. I opened it. I tried it. Um, just digitally, um, digitally, um, not physical. I've been wanting to, I bought it for like, um, some stuff for a long time. But if you were to say, just do it. Yeah, I'd probably do it. I just don't have the money to buy it because it's very expensive and it's a lot of test trial and error because even if you buy it, you still have to test out the product to make sure that it's up. Like for me personally, I want to make sure that it's the quality that I want it to be because Mm -hmm. Because sometimes as a buyer, sometimes I buy something and I expect it to be something and the quality is not that great. So for me, it's about making sure that if I'm a buyer, I want to make sure it's something that I want it to be from that perspective. Yeah, yeah. So if you were to ask me that, yeah, there is something that I want to do. It's just 
now coming down to the funds, which is quite expensive. So <laughs> it's it, that's just the honest truth is that because I enjoy the creative aspect of it, like you know, um, drawing things, um, um, testing out things. It's just it's a lot of like I said, <laughs> money because you have like you have to be willing to invest in the two hundred dollars for that machine plus let's let's say example like um two hundred dollars worth of other things you know yeah, and this yeah. is just getting the basic things that i need for the business mm-hmm. so yeah <laughs> um i've talked about it a few times with you yeah, yeah you know uh, it's just i think maybe there's this there's this fear that if i were to do it and i were to invest money into buying that and things don't work out well i would have lost out on money i mean that's always gonna be a fear i think sometimes you just gotta do it it's it's business though and that's what i've learned about business school is that you're going to lose money in the first year but it's just i'm in a place where right now mm, i i don't want to say money is important but it is a factor because there are other things that i have to take into consideration but you know, with COVID and, and I'm at home, it would be a great thing to, you know, start, you know, making, making money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, no, um, yeah, that's, that's my answer. There is something. I just, I, I would do it if I had the money for it. So let's say you don't have the money for it. Because a lot of people don't have the money to do what they want to do. That's what's stopping them 90% of the time. No, and I agree. Um, if it's money, like I said, I... Because there's always a way to do it. It's just... Mm-hmm. Would you would you do it? Because I think this is where, for me... I think this, <clears throat> I think this is where generation... I can feel the generation, right, is... This generation is a lot of, like, every time I hear someone say, oh, I want to do it, but I don't have the money to do it. Mm-hmm. For my generation, it was, I don't have the money to do it, but I'm going to do it the way I know how right now, and then work my way up to be able to do it the way I want to do it. Well, if I were to do it some other way, and let's say, okay, I have a design, I'm going to f- find a different company to do it, and then, you know, have yeah. them... It's, it's, it's still, if anything, it's more expensive because now you're paying somebody else to do it for you. So you're paying for their labor and, um, you're also paying for them to ship the item to you. And now you're banking on hopefully, hopefully, uh, 20 people can buy it from you. I don't know. I'm saying like in general, just like, isn't there a way to do it without that machine though? Like doing it by hand? Mm -mm, Because you, um... Like, for example, like, the sheet will be, like, y- you know, it, it will be mostly, it's it's a square or, you know, whatever shape. Mm-hmm. And um, there are, you know, for example, if it's writing, you have to make sure that it's cut around it specifically around the writing so that you're not in the writing. Mm-hmm. And most people, like, let's say, if I were to hand cut it, most people would have a hard time peeling the sticker backing off the sticker. So, it's like, okay, 
I'm trying to make things easier for somebody else too. So having that machine is quite helpful because it will reduce time too. Yeah, because yeah. if I were to do it by hand, and let's say let's say I'm I'm lucky enough to have at least ten people, and there's a still guaranteed time. Some people aren't willing to wait, you know, like a week, you know, because they want it right away. And, and so if I do it by myself, I might not be able to fulfill uh, that guaranteed time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some people might be upset and they might want a refund. So, I mean, that's life, you know, like not everybody's going to be patient or not everybody's going to want the same things. But I, I, I as if I'm thinking about as a business owner, I would still want to satisfy people that are buying from me because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a reason why they're buying from me. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just it. Makes sense. Makes sense. No, I get it. I think with this concept of just do it, you know, because <clears throat> I've had this um, I've had this thing that I wanted to work on for a while, but then I ran across this Instagram story from uh, Dormois. Uh, he plays in Mulan. Uh, Poe? I think so. I think he plays Poe. Yeah, he's a Hmong guy. Yeah. But he plays Poe, and he posted on his Instagram story and like it, 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 it kind of just like hit me, cause I've wanted to write a book for a while. I wanted to write a a book about my life for a while. Mm-hmm. And one of the problems that I knew that was gonna come up was publishing. And then he posted a because he's writing a ch- a children's book right now, and he has a publisher. So one of the questions that he was asked was, how did you get a publisher? And he said he cold called. He cold called like every publisher around him until one said yes. I have a question. What is cold calling? Yeah. It's a random <laughs> calling. Oh, like okay. looking at a phone book or looking on the internet and looking at a publishing company and just calling them and saying, hi, I have this. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, you know, and it made me look at, like, what I wanted to do. And, like, almost, like, it almost gave me this, like, it gave me this hope that, okay, if I write this book, I could, I could get it published. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where I'm probably just going to do it. Like, once this concert is over, I'm going to work on it along with any other projects that I do take on. But it'll be more of the, uh forefront thing that i want to do yeah because i do want to leave i I do want to have i do want to write a book and like i have a concept of like two to three books that i want to write so i think it'll be interesting just do it yep (laughs) well Thank you so much to all the listeners that are listening i know this episode was a little more laid back and i think a little more laid back, but it did have, you know, a message. Sometimes we just need to, you know, just take it easy. Sometimes life isn't about being so serious. You just got to enjoy what's out there. But at the same time, don't be so scared. Just just do it like this entire episode's about. Because if you don't do it, you don't know what's there. You don't know the good things that might come out of it. Yeah. One of the things that I was... One of one of the things that I was told that I still remember to this day was every celeb every celebrity was just like you at one time in their life. 
it's because they took the step to forward that they're not like you. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true because we are where we are because we didn't take the step forward. Mm-hmm. Everyone that we look up to took that step forward. So remember that. Work hard and literally just do it. Work hard, do it, and you'll get to where you want to be. Once again, thank you so much. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at the Statues Podcast. Um, let us know you're alive. Um, if you have any questions or concerns or you have a topic that you want us to talk about, please go ahead. Uh, all our information is down in the description. You can email us at the Statues Collective. Uh, I think you have Statues Collective. As okay. Well. Yeah, statuescollective at gmail.com or uh, follow us on the Statues Podcast uh, Instagram page or the Statues Podcast Facebook group. All of that is down below in the in, uh, in the description bar. So yeah, go ahead, do one of those things. Um, yeah, thank you so much. This is your host and co-host signing off. Bye-bye. <laughs>